The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 120 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simon Andrews Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost our close one to the Clippers last night by a score of 138 to 100. <laughs> and if you can see my sarcasm, yes, it's there. That equaled the Spurs' 10th straight road loss and... It made them 1-8 overall in the second game of back-to-backs. So that's how they lost to the Clippers and uh, Kawhi Leonard, which is never good. But, uh, you know, I guess the positive is that we scored 100 points. Drew, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, so I knew it, right? I predict this game would be uh, beat down by 24 points, and I was kind of right. I don't like to go more than 25 because I think that's just not being confident or positive. But... The Clippers absolutely demolished us. Paul George was putting up highlights. Kawhi Leonard was also putting up highlights. He had 27. And the Clippers just ab- absolutely wrecked us. So um, they had it all. They had it their way. They had it their way. Yes, they did. Yeah, and Paul George, he had a windmill dunk. That was pretty stinking impressive. It's it sucks when you're getting beat this bad and then you see somebody do a windmill like that and you're like man that was actually kind of cool but that's just the state of things yeah 35 points for him 27 for Kawhi and then Powell Norman Powell had 15 off the bench so Clippers are a really good ball club I think they're actually way better than their record shows just because they've dealt with injuries and whatnot but you know that's just a another loss for the Spurs and uh, that brings us to our Tankathon segment. We're going to see where we land tonight. We're sitting after this game as the fourth overall pick. Like we said, we're always going to do the pick of the night, talk about the player just briefly so you can get an idea of who will probably be wearing the silver and black next year. All right, let's roll it tonight. And let me get it on the player's part. All right. So now we end up with... We actually fell to the number six pick on this one. And the number six pick is Asar Thompson from Overtime Elite, six foot seven, 207 pounds. We've talked about his brother, Amen Thompson, who's a really strong defender. Uh, what do you know about Asar Thompson, Drew? Yeah, I know a lot about him. I think he's one of the best players in this draft. You can make a case that he's better than his brother, actually. But I wouldn't say that just yet. I think this is one of the best brother duos in the draft, probably ever, easily ever. I mean, they might go down as one of the greatest brother duos ever, but I feel like Azir Thompson is a really good shooter and has is really good at defense, and I think he'll be a good fit to the San Antonio Spurs team. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, you one could argue that. I've heard both of them have strong defensive chops, but the one thing that he separates from his brother, his brother's more of a point guard. Amen Thompson is. Osser Thompson is more of a shooting guard. And his three-point percentage is actually uh, quite a bit higher than his brother's. He's a 32% three-point shooter, 
50% from the field, averages 16.2 points a game, 6.9 rebounds a game, 5.4 assists a game, 1.4 blocks a game, and 2.8 steals a game. So high motor guy, would fit in with the Spurs uh, really well. So I just tell everybody that so you understand that even if we are picked where it's getting the number six overall pick, we're still getting a big-time player for the Spurs. This draft is loaded top to bottom, and that's our player of the night. All right, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two? Yeah, so for my number one top two in this game, I ended up going with Keldon Johnson as my number one again. Another great night from Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson had 19 points, three assists, three rebounds. He shot 7 of 13 from the field in 31 minutes. He makes my number one top two. My second top two was my player to go off. I went with Kata Bates Diop, who had 13 points, six rebounds, dropped a dime, and he had four of it, shot four of eight from the field and two of five from the three-point line in 27 minutes. So those are my top two. Let's hear who you have in the top two. Yeah, so I also had Keldon. I thought he was by far the, the best of the starters for the Spurs, in my opinion. But uh, the 19 points was just a great night. Fortunately, he didn't hit any threes. But uh, anyway, he scored 19 and led the Spurs. My second player on my top two is one that I've kind of come down on a little bit, but it was nice to see him have success. That's Isaiah Roby. Isaiah Roby came off the bench and had 14.7 boards, two assists, knocked down two threes, and just a really good night for him. No turnovers, just a strong game for him off the bench. So I liked what Isaiah Roby brought to the table. Um, let's get to our bottom two, Drew. You know what's crazy? He probably won't even play next game. Yeah, maybe. he may not. Yeah. yeah. So for my number one bottom two, I went with Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson had five points, three rebounds, shot one of two from the field, but he had five turnovers, which really opened my eyes and saw that he needs to be my number one on the bottom two, so he will be that. My second bottom two, I decided to go with Gorgie Jing, who had two points and two rebounds, and he shot one of four from the field and 0 of two from three-point range in seven minutes, so he makes my bottom two. So those are my two bottom two. All right. Well, I also had Stanley T-Shirt Johnson as my bottom one. I just couldn't get past the five turnovers. And that was uncharacteristic for him. Usually he takes care of the ball pretty well, but obviously he didn't in this one. Uh, my number two on my bottom two, I went with Malachi Branham just for the sheer fact that he was he was only two of six shooting. And Malachi's been coming on a lot lately, and this was just a little bit of a clunker for him, so that's why he's my bottom two. All right, we're going to move to the segment of the show called The Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Drew, what do you got for the question of the day? Yes, this question comes from Willie. Willie. His question asks, Do you think any team will be willing to give up two first-round picks for Yakum Pertle? Woo, two first-round picks. Now, there's Yakum's been in the rumor mill. Basically, the three guys that we've heard rumors of for trade-wise with that deadline fast approaching is Doug McDermott, uh, Josh Richardson, and Yakum Pertle. Jakob Pertl, obviously the biggest ticket item out of those three. Two draft picks was the question. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. First first round picks. Okay. I think if we get two first round picks for Jakob Pertl within the next five years of those of these drafts coming up, I think it'd be a wise move to take it. And uh, do I think we're going to get that? I don't. 
And I'm okay with Jakob staying. I, I don't really want him to go. He's a likable guy. He's a defensive presence in the post. Um, but if we do part ways with him, I know Charles Bassey's doing some good things in developing for us. So he could also be a potential piece just to kind of be a stopgap until we maybe, I don't know, draft a center. But so finally, to answer your question, uh, I hope somebody's willing to do it. But I don't think it's going to happen, in, in my opinion. Drew, what about you? Yeah, so I've heard rumors about a team like the Mavericks that might be willing to give up two first-round picks. They'd be late. They'd be like 24, 25. They wouldn't be early first-round picks, but they'd they'd be around that range. I've heard the Lakers. I've heard the Celtics even. But the number one team, I think, was the Mavericks that will mostly likely be willing to give up two first-rounders, the Dark Horse candidate. Okay, that'd be interesting. And in, in an in-conference opponents so that would really be interesting although we're not really competing with them at the moment so uh i'd I'd be okay taking two first rounders from them all right let's get on to the next segment of our show called this day in spurs history so this day i have uh the san antonio spurs 1997 january 26th they ended up losing that game 94 to 76 that was the year before we got duncan they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the leading scorers for the Spurs that night were Carl Herrera with 22 points, 11 rebounds. Then you also had Sean Elliott with 11 points. You also had Will Purdue with 11 points, 9 rebounds. Vernon Maxwell had 10 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. And lastly, the human highlight reel, Dominic Wilkins, had 10 points. That was the double-digit scores for the Spurs in this day in Spurs history. Another player of note that had a pretty solid night for them was Avery Johnson. He only had two points, but he did have nine assists and three still. So pretty strong night for Avery. But uh, that is this day in Spurs history, January 26, 1997, as we lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, 94-76. to And ladies and gentlemen, the 76 points, I can't even fathom that happening in today's basketball, so that was an interesting score back then. All right, let's get on to the preview of the upcoming game. The next time the Spurs are out, they play the Phoenix Suns in San Antonio. Should be an interesting matchup. The Suns definitely a what a finals team last year or two was that two years ago two years two ago. years ago yeah i'm sorry they were a finals team two years ago and uh definitely have a lot of talent but i don't think devin booker is going to be available in this one and i know chris ball is just coming off an injury that's going to be saturday night at seven o'clock in san antonio drew what can you tell us about phoenix yeah so coming into this game the phoenix suns are currently 25 and 25 but the suns have really dealt with a lot of injuries this year including Devin Booker and Chris Paul. They were both out for about two to three weeks. Devin Booker is actually still out. So this Suns team is very is much better than their record looks when everybody's healthy. But their leading scorer this year has been DeAndre Ayton, who's averaging 17 points, set 10 rebounds, 2 assists. Bridges, who's averaging 16 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Cam Johnson, a former 6th man of the year, he's averaging 15 points, 4 rebounds, two assists, CP3, who's averaging 14 points, eight assists, and Campaign, who's averaging 12 points, two rebounds, five assists. This should be a fun game, and what are your thoughts on the Suns? Uh, yeah, I think they're really talented, and, uh, I, you know, going to be a tough tough test for the Spurs, but, uh, you yeah, know, I think we're, we're ready for it. We're going to play them pretty close. 
Um, my player to go off in this game is going to be Blake Wesley. I've got him going off. He's kind of coming on. I know he's a two-way player doing stuff in Austin and San Antonio, but I really like how he's kind of honed in his game. You can see he's dialed back. He's kind of slowed down to get into the game pace because he was such a high-motor, fast guy. So I'm going to go with Blake Wesley. I really like what he's been doing in limited minutes lately. And uh, my prediction for this one, unfortunately, I got the Spurs on the losing end again. I got the Suns winning by five. Drew, what about you? Yeah, so for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Kellen Johnson. I'm going to go with the easy pick here today. I think Kellen Johnson will have a really good game, and he'll be my player to go off. But my prediction for this game, I'm sadly going to have to go with the Spurs. They'll win this game by 15 points to beat the Spurs. You said sadly you're going with the Spurs to beat the Spurs? <laughs> Can we clear this up so Sorry. we get the proper which Sorry. one? Sorry for that. Uh, sadly, I think the Suns are going to beat the Spurs by 18 points. Sorry for that. Oh, my... you just changed it from 15 to 18 as well. <laughs> so Drew's trying to keep us guessing, but he does have 18. the Suns winning. He's, he's locking it in 18. at 18. Okay, good deal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. We appreciate you listening. And, uh, Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And, as always, go Spurs, go!